Hello people, you're listening to Stories by Sneha. I am Sneha Atrekar, your host and the writer of this series. Our story today is Obscure. The day had begun on a sour note for Sudha. The spark in their relationship had died within six months as Ankit grew more and more possessive with every passing day. While Sudha found it fascinating initially that Ankit seemed so much in love with her, gradually he seemed obsessed with making her upset. No time spent with him was enough for him. When they were together, there was no exchange of sweet nothings anymore. But he would hurl a herd of accusations at Sudha about how her behavior displayed that she wasn't interested as much as he was in their relationship. Why is it so important to meet Shravan every day with such a broad smile? Ankit, please don't start this again. The whole world knows Shravan and I are just the best of friends. He's getting married this December. Can you please keep him out of our conversations? Sudha pleaded. Show me your phone, Ankit demanded. What? I said show me your phone. Is it that you're scared I will read your lovey-dovey messages to him? Ankit snapped. Don't talk to me like that. Sudha said and threw her phone at him. She knew that if she wouldn't, Ankit was capable of creating a further issue over it. Humiliation had become a regular part of their interactions and Sudha was most of the times at the receiving end. Ankit grabbed her phone and opened her message box, looking for her conversation history with Shravan. When he did not get anything he wanted, he searched her call history. You had the time to call Shravan five times today, but not once you had the time to return my call. Ankit accused, fuming with anger. Of late, Sudha had stopped reacting and sat in silence while Ankit continued to glare at her with burning eyes, awaiting a response. I asked you a question. Ankit, we do this every day. It's pointless for me to say anything. It falls on deaf ears anyway. I'm tired of answering the same questions. This is what you do. You spend this limited time with me and in that too you don't want to talk to me. In the limited time that you get from me as you say it, all I hear is your accusations. I am so sick of this. I could go without talking to you for ages now if this is all you want to do with whenever we are together. In fact, where the hell are we together? I'm nothing but getting suffocated. First with Prerna's expectations at work and then your accusations outside of work. Sudha snapped. How will Prerna's expectations be fulfilled if Shravan keeps distracting you at work all the time? Ankit threw another bout of sarcasm. Don't you dare say that. I'm not going to keep taking this crap, Ankit. Enough is enough. If you have so many problems with me, we should just call this off. This relationship is not going anywhere. In fact, I'm not even sure there is love anymore. Yeah, so now you don't love me anymore. And what about me? What about you? You are so busy creating these issues all the time. You have no respect whatsoever for me which shows in the words that you're using to converse with me. You don't even seem to trust me anymore. You think you love me? Please, Ankit. Let's just face it. This is not working out. So, you're saying I'm asking you for your time because I don't love you. Is that what you're saying? Ankit... I am just a habit to you. Just like your addiction to those cigarettes, 
what is happening between us is not love. Let's just get this straight. We have to... Sudha was cut short as Ankit sprung up next, pressing his lips hard upon hers and scragging her resistance. Sudha continued to push him away until she was out of his grip. Stop, Ankit. This is not the solution to it. It's disgusting. Listen, this is over. I am tired of handling your mood swings every day. Please let me go. This wasn't the first time Sudha had pleaded for Ankit to let her go. The minute Sudha would ask for it, Ankit would be in tears, begging her to stay. She would stay firm about her decision until he would continue to keep whining and eventually threaten her to hurt himself if she didn't agree. She felt trapped. Every single day with Ankit was becoming like a thunderstorm of humiliation and Sudha kept looking for opportunities to avoid him. But he wouldn't budge. He had almost started to stalk her, wanting to get details about every minute of her day, checking her call history, reading her texts on her phone, showing up in times when she least expected and putting her through embarrassing moments of loud arguments in public. Today she had put her foot down yet again about parting ways and never bothering each other again. He was angrier than ever when he read one of the messages she had exchanged with another friend which she had unfortunately forgotten to delete about how their relationship was draining her each day and how the friend had suggested she should get rid of him. He was driving her back home after her long day at work. In his anger, he sped the car as he continued to grit his teeth at her. She kept asking him to stop speeding at first. When he wouldn't budge, she asked him to stop so she could alight. He didn't. She continued in a calm yet determined way. Ankit stopped the car. Furious, Ankit pulled at the brakes suddenly while at a speed of 60 and the car screeched and skidded on the lonely road before it bumped into the railing on one side of the road and stopped. Sudha realized she could barely scream. For a minute she thought the car would blast next and this would all be over. Perhaps there was not enough time to get out of the car before this happened as her knees hurt of the blow against the car's interior. In a few seconds, she realized the impact on Ankit was much different than on her. He was further infuriated. Without paying any heed to whether Sudha was okay, Ankit got out of the car to check the damage on the car. Sudha couldn't believe what had just happened. This wasn't the person she thought she had known. She had read about relationship abuse, but never imagined she would ever be a victim to it. She thought about all the times Ankit had displayed negativity towards her and shuddered at the thought of how much worse this could get. When Ankit was inspecting the car, two security personnel from a nearby building who had witnessed the crash walked up towards them and inquired if they needed help. Sudha helped herself out of the front seat of the car but realized the shock had drained her energy and sat down in a state of shock on the concrete footpath. One of the men walked up to her and asked if she wanted some water. Ankit began to get uncomfortable when the man asked Sudha what happened and when she couldn't gather herself together to respond to their questions, they looked at Ankit suspiciously. He soon got involved in a spat with them. Sudha looked at the men and thought hard. Could she have been killed? Is it worth staying in a dead relationship to stop Ankit from hurting himself? But going through moments as these, where he seems so willing to hurt you in every way? 
How was she ever going to get rid of him? When will all this end? Ankit wasn't looking in her direction and had his back turned towards her as he continued to argue with the men. Sudha made a quick decision to sprint away from the place. She definitely did not want him to drive her back home. She didn't trust him with her life anymore. The minute she scampered past the main road and slid into a dark lane, she heard Ankit scream out her name. He had possibly just turned and not found her around. Sudha did not stop. She kept running away. The night screeched through her ears as she ran away from her tormentor. Every corner of the way seemed dark. Every byline was pitch black. She could not think bright at this hour. The morning seemed too far away. She could hear his heavy footsteps at a short distance. She sought refuge behind a deserted window cart under a baobab on the road. Her breathing had paced up. In the quiet of the night, her heartbeat sounded like they were pounding inside her. They seemed to rise by a few more decibels when from behind the wooden wreck of the cart, she could see the monstrous figure looking out for her. The beast in him appeared stubborn to keep looking for her. She held her breath, lest he could hear it. Sweat streamed down her face as he stopped and looked around for her. She gulped to suppress a terrified scream. Her hands covered her mouth. All in vain as she moved and accidentally got her flowing gown caught in the nail of the cart. The silk tore and made an audible difference to the deafening silence of the night. His savage eyes turned in the direction of the sound and met hers. She stood numb, consumed by fear. She lost voice. As she saw his shadow getting nearer, she screamed, got up and ran as fast as she could. She didn't look behind, but she knew he was following. A few yards away, she noticed a lit-up two-storied building. She kept running towards the light. If there were people around, she could ask for help, she thought. Hell, she could scream for help right away. Without any second thought, she began screaming out for help. Ankit slowed down. Sudha noticed she was running towards a police station. A few men in uniform came running towards her. Sudha collapsed on the floor exhausted. She looked back in Ankit's direction. He stared back at her in astonishment and tears began welling up in his eyes. The next moment, he turned around and began to run away. The policemen approached Sudha and she lied to them that a goon had been following her all this while but he seemed to have run away now that she had help. Sudha was driven home safely by one of the policemen. In the following days, as suggested by friends, Sudha sought professional help and helped herself out of the abusive relationship. It is easier to notice physical abuse. But when you're in a relationship, emotional abuse can very often go undetected until you reach a stage where you may feel traumatized or hopelessly depressed about being in such a relationship. At the beginning of the relationship, the abuser may appear to be very generous and observant. The abuser thus wins over the trust of their victim, which then makes the victim vulnerable to forthcoming abuse. Emotional abuse which is used to gain control in a relationship may take a number of forms such as insulting, criticizing, threatening. 
what you really should know is how to detect that you are in an emotionally abusive relationship and let go at the right time. There's enough material over the internet to help you understand emotional abuse. Allowing anyone to inflict any kind of abuse upon you must not only be discouraged but also stopped. Know when to stand firm and say that enough is enough. When required, seek professional help. More often than ever, the victim needs more help than the abuser who may obviously need thorough psychological treatment. Say no, Say no to emotional, emotional abuse. abuse. Hey, I hope you like the story. If you like my podcast, please don't forget to subscribe to Stories by Sneha on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can follow me on my Instagram handle at the.agathist. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next Wednesday with a fresh episode on Stories by Sneha. Bye.